If you're like most mamas, when you find out that you're pregnant, you kind of have this idyllic view of what it's like, what it's going to be like when you give birth. What you don't know is, is that in our country, in America, in other countries as well, but America is what I'm most familiar with and what I know that most of my listeners, or where I know most of my listeners are from, there is a machine at work that you aren't aware of. And I want to tell you just a little bit about it today. It's a bit of a cautionary tale to help you wake up and realize what you're up against so that your beautiful birth that you're dreaming of isn't ruined. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. Hey mama, do you wish that there was a way to grow your faith in God as you prepare yourself for labor and birth? Have you been searching for reliable information about pregnancy that doesn't leave the creator out of the birth process? I know what it feels like to be frustrated at trying to find solid information that doesn't try to force evolution and almost pagan philosophies down your throat. When I was pregnant, even as a midwife student at the time, I felt I couldn't find that solid base of information I needed to draw me nearer to God while preparing me for the journey of birth itself. Imagine if you had a roadmap to strengthen your walk with God while gaining the information and skills you need to confidently face birth as well as the postpartum period and breastfeeding. Well, now you've got it. That is exactly why I created the Your Birth God's Way live online childbirth education course, where I will teach you all you need to know to make informed choices during pregnancy and to face childbirth with strength and confidence and faith in the one who made you, your baby, in the birthing process itself. Inside this course, you will grow your faith and your knowledge base at the same time you will be able to confidently make the best decisions for you and your baby without compromising what you know to be true. You will walk away with a closer relationship with your Heavenly Father, as well as a foundation of learning from me, a certified nurse midwife, who has not only spent 20 years in the maternity field, but has also walked the talk. I had all of my babies naturally outside the hospital and breastfed them all for well over a year. If you're ready to step into a faith-based childbirth education program, then this is the course for you. And now is the time to sign up. I'm only going to be able to admit 25 mamas into this first class so that we can have a small, intimate group where we can share, grow friendships, and walk this road of pregnancy together as like-minded Christian women. I want you to be a part of it. 
So don't miss out because once it's full, doors are closed for good. The link to sign up is in the description of this episode. So head down now and claim your spot. At that link, you'll find all the details of what is included in the course and what we'll cover each week. Not only will you get the content listed there, you will also get exclusive access to weekly live question and answer sessions at the conclusion of each class so you can get customized answers to your specific situation. This is a one-of-a-kind course, and I want you there, Mama. So head down to that link now so you can claim your roadmap to peace and joy, not chaos and fear, during your pregnancy and birth. Information is power. And if you don't have it, you're going to be behind the curve. Mama, Many of you have come to just expect that the only place and the safest place for birth to happen is to happen at a hospital. I won't go into the history of how that came to be, but suffice it to say that 200 years ago, a mother would have never dreamed of going to a hospital to have a baby. And yet, fast forward to our day and time, it's just expected. And you're the crazy one if you don't want to go there. A lot has changed. And unfortunately, what has happened is that a machine, a monster you might even call it, has developed. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're wanting something different about your birth. You're likely wanting things to be as natural as possible. You're likely wanting as few interventions as possible, maybe no interventions. And that is good, and that is what you should want. But I need you to understand that the system doesn't want that for you. They have a way that they want things to go that is best for them. It doesn't really matter what you want. Their job is to get this over with as quick as possible, as easy as possible, and to try to make it go their way because their way for them is easier. Keep in mind, I'm speaking to you as one of the thems I'm talking about because I used to be that them. I was the bad guy in this story. (laughs) I was the one that wanted it to be as cookie cutter as possible because that just made it easier. I can speak from firsthand experience. When you are on a labor ward in a hospital and you want something out of the ordinary, or you want something not to happen that ordinarily does happen. That creates a tension that they don't like. Again, I was they. You may have in your mind that you don't want to have an IV, say. Let's say you've decided, you know, I am low risk, and I don't believe that I should have to have a needle in my arm while I'm laboring. Just an example. So you tell your nurse that that's what you've decided and that you would kindly like to decline it. Now, I'm not going into whether you should or should not in this one. I'm just using an example. I want you to know that once you have maybe, maybe convinced your nurse, there's going to be somebody else to come in and they're going to work a different angle to try to convince you to do what they want you to do with the same ultimate goal in mind is to get you to do what they want you to do. Compliance is their goal. They want you to comply to what is easiest and quickest for them. There are a lot of moving parts 
in this hospital system that you don't realize are working against you. There are legalities and liabilities that they are worried about, number one, first and foremost, because we live in a litigious society where people just want to sue somebody. So they're trying their best to not allow for any opportunity for them to be liable for pretty much anything, anything that goes wrong, whatever. This really came to the forefront of my mind a few weeks ago because when you're licensed provider, you get advertisements all the time in the mail for different symposiums and conferences and things that are going on. And I got one that was for maternity care, all maternity care. It was for maternity providers, but there were several obstetricians and certified nurse midwives listed as being speakers who had JDs after their name. That means that they were lawyers. They were not just practicing in maternal care, but they were practicing legal. They had legal practices. My mind just wanted to blow up. I'm like, how do we get to this point that legalities and liabilities are such a big part of care that we've got people doing dual focus careers? It's all about money. It's all about schedules. It's all about shift changes. It's all about staffing. Let me explain this to you. I mentioned schedules. There is a spike in America in the C-section rate at 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Riddle me this. Are there that many things, more things going wrong at 4.30 Monday through Friday than there are any other hour of the day? No. At 4.30, it's time to get home for supper, right? We're done with this day. If labor hasn't progressed like we want it to, or there's any kind of little oddity on that constant fetal monitoring strip you have going, it's an opportunity to get this over with and say that, I don't think this baby's going to come out, or I don't think this baby's handling labor. Is that about you? Or is that about doctor wanting to get home or midwife wanting to get home? Guess where else there's a spike? Around 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Again, is there that many more things that go wrong then? Or do we just not want to have to get up in the middle of the night? Now, as a midwife, I get it. I don't want to get up in the middle of the night either. But that's the job. Babies come when babies come. And in no case should we be making care decisions based on what's convenient for us. But let me help you understand that it happens every single day in this country in most facilities. Shift changes impact what's going to happen because that nurse, and again, I was that nurse. So if you're a nurse listening to this, don't be mad at me. You know it's true to some degree. It may not be true about you, but you know it's true about some of your coworkers that you want to get things over with because you've got a lot of charting to do. We have so much paperwork to do as nurses and as midwives or providers in general that we want to get things done so that we can get the charting done so that we can go home on time. And so our care decisions are often based on that and they shouldn't be. This is what you're up against when you're having a baby in the hospital. Then there's the staffing issue. Guess what? 
a woman who was on a machine, a continuous external fetal monitoring machine, that's the things they put on your belly to look at the baby's heart rate and your contraction pattern, a woman on that machine is easier to control than one that's ambulatory, one that's up walking around and not on a machine. And a woman on a machine can be managed much easier when it comes to charting and all those kind of things by perhaps one nurse can take care of two people in labor instead of just one-on-one care. It's about so much more than what's just best for you. This is why your support system is so important if you're going to have a baby in the hospital. I told you in a prior episode that if you had known me when I was a new nurse, you wouldn't recognize me because the things that I said then are so different than the things that I believe now. But that's because of 20 years of experience of seeing reality. So fast forward to when I was having my first baby, I was so concerned about the impact that this adversity that I just told you about, all these things that are working in the background against me, I was so concerned about the impact that would have on my labor that I would not cross the threshold of a hospital when I was at term. You would have probably had to drag me in there. I was 41 weeks and I didn't have a provider, as you know, and that's why I ended up going to my friend Lisa's house, who was a midwife, and had my baby there. I knew how it worked. I knew how they thought. I knew what they wanted, and I wanted no part of it. I don't say that to scare you, but to hopefully give you a little bit of a wake-up call, it is not about you there at all. Your best weapon, if you're going to have a birth in a hospital, is to be exceedingly prepared. Know what you want inside and out so that you are confident and they don't smell fear, that they don't smell doubt because they'll eat that alive. Be prepared, know what you want, and know it well. Know what you're willing to do, know what you're not willing to do, and have it in writing preferably. If you put those checks in those boxes, you will give yourself the best opportunity to succeed in having the birth that you want in a hospital, despite that machine that's at work against you. The machine will still be there. It is possible, though, to have the birth you want in a hospital. It's just going to take a little bit more work. Again, I don't say that to scare you. I say that so you will be prepared. And the reality of everything that I just explained to you is one of the biggest reasons why I'm offering the live Your Birth God's Way Childbirth Education course starting on June 22nd because I want you to have the information that you need to be confident in your decisions, to be able to hold your head high and know that you know that you know that you are deciding what is best for you and your baby without fear, without wavering, so that you can stand up to this monster, to this machine, and succeed. You can do it. It's not easy, but you can. So I hope that you'll go down to the link in the show description or in the show notes. Go ahead and click on that. Get all the details about this class because I want you to be there. I want you to have the birth you want and be well-informed and well-prepared to rock this thing. And show them that, oh no, I really can do this. And oh no, you're not going to keep me from having the birth that God designed me to have and intended for me to have. You can do it. And I'm here to help you do it. 
but, and it's a big but, I just said big but on my podcast. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) But only 25 mamas are going to get to take this class this time. And the reason I'm keeping it small is because I want to be able to give you the attention and the time that you need to make sure that I've got all your questions answered and I've got you ready to go. And so I can't do that if the class is too big. So I'm limiting it to 25 mamas. Several of those seats are already taken. So I don't want you to wait any longer. I want you to go ahead and get signed up before it fills up so that you can be ready. Because preparation is and information is your biggest weapon against the machine. And I hate saying that you got to have weapons. It ought to be a peaceful thing. But it is what it is. And you've got to be ready. So if you're ready to make sure that you are prepared and you are armed for this war that you shouldn't have to fight. But if you're having a birth in a hospital, you kind of are going to have to fight it. Go on and get signed up and we're going to work together to get you ready for this to where it's just going to be a breeze and you're going to be good to go. Okay. If you have questions, my email address is also down in the comments. Shoot those over to me and I'll be glad to help you. I'll get back to you as soon as I can so that you've got the information you need and you can make a good decision. Love y'all. See you back here next episode. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.